everyone, and welcome to Not Playing to Win. It's a board game podcast under the sea. My under name is Kate, and with me, as always, is Arizona. Hi. And Sarah. Hello. Are you ready to explore the depths of the ocean? I'm so ready. So ready. I Out love want to go deep. So deep. How Balls deep? deep. <laughs> Balls deep. Balls deep. <laughs> Falls deep in the ocean isn't very deep at all, really. No. <laughs> it's really Maybe not. Maybe we've got to go a couple feet in and... Yeah. But I guess it's deeper for me than it would be for a dude, because what balls do I have? Just, like, eyeballs, right? So I got <laughs> to so get a little deeper. <laughs> deeper and deeper. I love the ocean, except it's very scary. As from playing the games, like, these games with... The real creatures that exist in the ocean are very scary to me. I like the idea of the ocean, and I like to look at it. I don't really like to go in it very much. I love the ocean. I like to be in it. I like to look at it. I like to think about how deep and scary it is. But also sometimes I get a little scared when I'm in the ocean. (laughs) Nobody knows what's down there. But actually, weirdly, I think I'm more afraid of lakes than I am of the ocean because I don't like seaweed touching me and I feel like the ocean has like a lot of water square footage where there's not seaweed mm-hmm. compared to But I feel like usually lake. the parts of the ocean that I'm going into like are the seaweedy parts like at the beach. That's true. That's I don't true. know. Maybe we spend some really weedy beaches. Yeah. You gotta go some nice clean beaches, Kate. <laughs> I mean, either way, I'm like the, one, the, the odd one out because I just don't really like water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it to touch me and I don't you like to go get in nice it nice and dry <laughs> I know you guys like the ocean you do scary scary things like scuba yeah, yeah. scubaing is a little scary sometimes uh, we've but gone night scubaing and that's that was pretty scary. scary that was pretty scary a little too scary a little too scary do you have like an underwater flashlight or something Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, but it's not super powerful. Yeah, so, you, like, can't you can't see, see that far. And, like, when fish go by you, they're just like a flash, like a horror movie flash, you know? Yeah, I don't I, I don't like this. <laughs> I do not want... I like boats and being on boats, but I'll stay, like, above. Okay, you learn how to drive a boat, and you can drive us to the ocean where we can go scubaing. Okay. And just hang out on the boat. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of our games today involve boats, I don't think. I know, no? I have to face my fears and go go deep. You have to go deep. into the but ocean today, Kate, I'm sorry. But the first game that we're talking about, you could just see via snorkeling, so you don't have to go oh, that yeah. deep. Snorkel's Kate, would, okay. you be a, would you be a mermaid if you could? Because you'd have to be in the ocean all the time. Yeah, but I, it would be natural to me then. It wouldn't seem so wrong. You'd never get to be dry again, though, <laughs> the way you like to be. <laughs> I mean, really, my problem is originally getting into the water and then getting back out and being, like, wet on land. So if I was always in it, like, maybe. <laughs> okay. It's like how I never want to take a shower, but once I'm, like, in there, it's like, oh, showering is yeah. nice. But then once you get out again, you're like, oh, I'm wet and I hate it. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> Why does no one else say water? But I do I do it's think awful. it's better. Kate, I do think it's better down where it's wetter. <laughs> In your fashion. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
should we dive in? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So the first game we're going to talk about is Reef. Um, Reef is made by Next Move Games and Plan B Games. Um, And it is for two to four, I think. Yes. Yes. Two to four people. Um, And it is a game about building a beautiful coral reef. Um, It's got fun, like, little differently shaped and colored plastic bits. And they look kind of, I feel like, shapes that you would give to toddlers to try to shove through holes. You know? (laughs) They do look like little children's toys. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. But maybe three and up. Just for a choking hazard? Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, if they were translucent, I feel like they'd look like the soft, um, like, ice packy things that you give toddlers to teeth on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. But, um, anyway, they're cool. They look, they look neat. Um, and basically you have a little grid of your own to place these shapes onto, and you have cards that you are picking up with different combinations of both shapes that you can play and shapes that you can score on the cards and then you get to stack your little pieces. Um, and as you build your stacks taller, you get to like score points for different configure, different ways that they are configured into your reef. And it's neat. (laughs) It's a very simple game. I don't know what else to say about it. Exactly. It's simple. Like in the actual rules are simple. Yeah. But I feel like it's actually really hard to play. It's, like, almost chess-like in strategy, because you have to be kind of yeah. thinking, like, five turns out. Especially, like, That's the way true. that, like, each card has, like, a scoring element and, like, a gaining pieces element. So you're just mm-hmm. always trying to game it and be like, well, if I play this and this and this and this, and this happens, like, oh, no, but I kind of want to play this one first mm-hmm. so I can get this thing. And it's... That's true. And sometimes, hard. like, the card that you want to score doesn't have, like, a colored piece on it that, like, is helpful you or, to pick up, but you still have to pick them up and place them anyway. Or, like, you need so the pieces on rough. them to score a different card, but, like, if you play it, you're not going to be able to score that card, but you really need those two green pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard. It's like, but I know I won't score the bottom part, but I really need those two green pieces so I can score yeah, this other tricky. card. Yeah. Well, also, you have to place them before you score, so you don't want to get them in the way of your current score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that also yeah. kind of fucks up your future plans sometimes. I think it's too. like a very, it's a very simple looking game, but very thinky sort of. Yeah, like behind it's a thinky, a thinky, thinky ocean mm-hmm. game. Um, but it is pretty quick. It's only like a thirty minute game. Yeah. Um, and I really like it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It has an expansion where you have fish. And the fish get to swim along on the top of your stacks. And if you're scoring a design with a fish on top, the fish gets you an extra point. But you also can't place pieces on top of fish because that would be bad. You can't just crush <laughs> you it. You can't make a coral sandwich with fish yeah. in the middle. Sandwich. <laughs> um, so it adds like an extra little bit of like complication that way because you have to think about where you can and can't play piece place pieces but then also like your fish will also help you score and bonus your fish are super fucking cute i really love the fish they're so cute but my problem is that i always forget to move the fish 
So like yeah. you're ready to score, and it's like, oh shit, I should have moved that fish probably two week, two turns ago instead of being like, no, nah, I don't move a fish. Pass. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can only move them like one stack at a time. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, I, I should have been moving these for all ways. Yeah. yeah. I like wiggling your little fish while you swim it to the next spot. <laughs> it's pretty cute. <laughs> what is everyone's favorite part of this game? I like the little pieces and building them up. I played this and I felt like I was, I felt like I was losing the whole time because like I was having a hard time thinking of what Mm -hmm. I was going to do, but I liked touching the pieces. (laughs) I like stacking them and touching them. They have a very satisfying like weight and also like they're, I like all the different shapes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, They're like a good weight of like plastic bits. So they're kind of fun to just like click, Mm -hmm. click and stack even when it's not your turn, Mm -hmm. much to the annoyance of. Everyone else that you're playing with. But yeah. They're nice. The bits are definitely bits. my favorite part, too. That's, like, the big appeal of this game. Mm-hmm. It's like, we tried this at, at Gen Con one year, and it's just we were just walking past, and because you, you can see all the bits, you're like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. Do tell. I just like how bright and pretty it is. It's, like, a very, I mean, it's very simplistic, like, looking, but it's, like, got a lot of colors, and it kind of yeah. just, like, makes me feel happy to, like, mm-hmm. look at it. It is a happy-looking game. Mm-hmm. And it's designed by, um, what's his butt, Emerson, I can't pronounce it, the same guy Emerson who did Emerson Matsuchi. Yeah, it's the same guy who did Sentry, so. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You know he knows his stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Because we've That's already talked about too. our love for Sentry. Or well, specifically mostly Sentry, the golems. <laughs> the golems, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the golems yeah, and how well, fucking he designed cute they are. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Reef is so pretty and wonderful and happy. I mean, I get really stressed out sometimes just because, like, I fucked something up, like, three turns ago, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. I feel like there should be more games about fish, right? There like, should there's be. There's a lot of different kinds of, of fish, and, like, they're very colorful and mm-hmm. fun, and, like, I feel like they're an underutilized theme. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, how many games do we have about sheep, and they're just, like, a couple kinds of those, versus, yeah. like, fish, there are, like, thousands and thousands, and some we don't even know about. And a lot about. of them are really pretty and cool, mm-hmm. and yeah. some of them are really fucked up and weird, <laughs> and I just feel like there's a lot of potential in fish that are is unexplored. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of potential in fish. Mm-hmm. Sorry, all I can think in my head is, all right, keep your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Which <Your> secret. <laughs> which I don't know. Hopefully Kate will share on our Instagram or something. Just I, that I meme. I will do my best to remember because everyone needs to see that meme. Yeah. It's a good meme. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I like something. There's something that's great about a game that's really easy to learn right away, but that requires thinking oh, so yeah. that you can keep, that you feel like you want to keep replaying it. Because I feel like this game has a good yeah. replayability the to it. The actual instructions for this game are about a page and a half long. Mm-hmm. Like, the entire booklet is two pages. So there's not yeah, much to learn. It's easy like. to teach it and to bring your and bring new friends into it, but also like mm-hmm. you won't get bored of it if you play it many times. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I've played it. I've played it quite a few times, and mm-hmm. I'm not tired of it yet. I yeah. still really like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we go deeper? Oh yeah, let's go deeper. Let's go deeper. Into the abyss. <gasps> it's probably Central. the abyssal zone, right? Of the ocean. Sure. I didn't know the ocean had zones. What do I look you don't like? Know? Oh, yeah. Scientist? An abyssal zone is like one of the zones of the ocean. Oh. The pelagic 
Zone is another one. And then I don't think I know any others. Oh, learn something new. Sorry, that's all I know about ocean science. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Abyss, or as I like to call it, fish politics, (laughs) is a game where you are trying to become the king of the abyss. Apparently. I read the instructions for the first time today. Oh, you're really? You're trying to become the king? I just thought you were trying to be, like, the best, like, politician. Politician? Which I guess is kind of like being the king. Apparently you're trying to become, to be crowned the king of the abyss by having the most influence points, by affiliating allies and recruiting lords to your cause, I suppose. So in abyss, you have three different options that you can take on your turn. You can either explore the depths, um, spooky, scary. Um, this, you're just going to just basically draw one card at a time from the top of the little exploration deck. Most of these are just little allies that you can join and become friends with. Um, there are five different races of allies. There are squids, shellfish, crabs, seahorses, and jellyfish. And they each have a number from one to five, indicating their strength. So if you explore the depths, you just flip one card over at a time. Um, all your opponents can can claim dibs on them first if somebody really cool comes along, but then they have to pay you for the privilege of uh, stealing that connection. Um, otherwise, on your turn, you can request support from the council, which is just a way to get a lot of those allies at once if they are ones that had been previously passed over in that exploration step. Or you can recruit a lord, which is ultimately how you're going to win, Because these lords are like the big guys. They are kind of scary, like humanoid fish people. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It's a good way to start. Um, The art in this game is a little scary, which I appreciate (laughs) because it's in the abyss. Um, but it's also really beautiful and really well done. But these Yeah, I think they're so pretty. I I like the the pretty fish people. Yeah. Well, I feel like some of them are pretty, but most of them are a little unsettling. Mm-hmm. Like the, so crabs, I think, are the war ones, and all the war crab people are scary. Yeah. I like the jellyfish people are pretty. The jellyfish people are Yeah, they're pretty. They're, because they're like purple and like more majestic. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. like the seahorse people are just like peaceful farmers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think actually the octopus people are kind of scary looking. I think they're scary. The too. octopus ones are supposed to be like the more like real politician y politician y ones. So they like yeah. look kind of like smarmy Assholes. like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, each one of those will have ultimately um, points to help you win at the end, but some of them do also have like special power ups to help you. Usually, if they have like a really strong power up, they'll be worth less points. So it's kind of a trade off. But yeah, you're just trying to recruit more of them to your cause. And those are your turns. Um, the money in this game, very importantly, is these beautiful oh, little pearls. I love the I love the pearls. They're wonderful. And you actually get little plastic pearls. They're not tokens or anything. And they each person gets a little plastic like shell-shaped cup to mm-hmm. store their pearls in. I love it. Mm-hmm. Which is so beautiful and so and satisfying. Then if you have and just one pearl, you can like swirl it around endlessly yeah, and make a very annoying noise yep. for everyone else. And like, I can't not. Like, I played this with Patty yesterday to like refresh <laughs> before we recorded. And he'd be doing that and I'd be like, Can you stop? And he's like, You're doing it right now. 
<laughs> it's only annoying when other people do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can't not. You have to swirl the pearls. No, even with more than one, it kind of works. You're just more at risk of mm-hmm. like making a huge mess on your table yeah. of um, exploded pearls. <laughs> um, other fun things you can do is if you have enough lords. Um, some of them have like a little key on them. So if you get enough keys, you can unlock a location. Um, and those have uh, different points and different abilities and stuff and are also very pretty. And you also get to go searching for monsters. Um, some of the cards that you unveil in the Explore the Depths cards are monsters and you can fight them for points. And then you can plot at court, which is basically just spending a, a pearl to unveil more lords to recruit to your side. But it's a very thrilling name. <laughs> it is. Everything is very dramatic in this game. Mm-hmm. It is. Like, you almost, you like need to use a voice. Be like, it's your turn. What do you want to do? Mm-hmm. I shall plot at court. Yeah. I turned over two cards. That was exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. What's the, what's the part when you're, you, when you take one of the piles? What did you say that was? That is called... Requesting support from the council. Okay, so requesting support from the council always makes me think of, like, either Star Wars or, like, that part in Lilo and Stitch where they're in the intergalactic court and it's, like, all the (laughs) seats are, like, you know, like, that weird, like... Stadium style. Stadium style, yeah. but, like, you're tall in the middle. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean, there's, like, the same thing in Star Wars, right? So, like... Yeah, but I think that seems accurate. I feel like that's, like, what the picture is like. That's exactly what the picture makes me think yeah, of. They and have, the like, name a little stadium, too. yeah. 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 So, Fucking Jar Jar is there. Ruining, exactly the same. Ruining everything. Under the sea. <laughs> well, it makes sense, because, you know, Jar Jar's people live underwater, so... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that true. Sense. Yeah. Everything's connected. (laughs) Yeah, so then this game has two expansions, at least that I'm aware of and have played. It has the Kraken and Leviathan. Do you have Leviathan? Yes, I do. Ooh, I haven't played the Leviathan yet. Explain. So the first one is the Kraken. This adds first Kraken cards. Krakens are um, functionally kind of a sixth race that you get support from, but they don't have a color of their own. And they give you these black pearls, which are also called nebuli, which um, work a lot like pearls. Um, Like the regular pearls, you can use them kind of to get extra power when you're recruiting, but they're going to be bad at the end. You can only spend one at a time unless you have a power-up that says otherwise. And you have to spend all of your regular pearls first. So you can get stuck with a bunch of these ne- these uh, black pearls, which will get you negative points at the end of the game. And whoever has the most of them at the end of the game gets the Kraken. I don't like that they're bad because they're so I know, pretty. Right? pretty. They're so like, pretty. And also, why is it bad to get the Kraken? Is it bad to get the Kraken at the end? It's bad to get the Kraken. It's just like negative five points. Yeah, I, I remember I played this. I remember I think Patty, like, I think, repeatedly told me it's bad to get the Kraken, but I was like, but it looks, it's a really cool piece. Yeah, and yeah I want well, it. I think it's the thing is, like, gorgeous mini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's like you get all these pearls and then they summon the Kraken, and the Kraken probably, like, destroys your home or something, right? Yeah, like, whatever. I think that's the idea. Well, he looks bomb as <laughs> But fuck, really, so, like, like who, who doesn't want to be yeah. in control of a Kraken? <laughs> no, I actually remember specifically my goal was to get the Kraken, and then I 
pretty much remember Patty telling me, like, it's bad and I shouldn't get that. And I was like, but <laughs> don't tell me what to do. It looks really cool and I want it. <laughs> so I'm going to get it. And then I'm pretty sure I probably lost real bad. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> it happens. Not playing to win. Playing to Kraken. <laughs> yes, playing to Kraken. <laughs> okay. So then there is Leviathan. Um, this makes the attacking phase a lot more thrilling. Because um, it actually puts a second little like battle board off to the side. And so when you hit oh, a monster... Oh, when you fight a monster. Yeah. So, oh. so when you draw a monster, instead of just, like, choosing to fight it and taking, like, a monster token, um, the first time you draw one, it'll, like... Um, so it's, like, a board with numbers on the side, so you roll to see where the monster goes. And then each monster has, like, a different strength to fight it and a different reward for fighting it. Um, it introduces more of the monster tokens, so instead of being just worth points, they could give you, like, pearls or keys or other helpful things that sounds fun yep so yeah if you get a monster first you roll to see where the monster goes if it is going into the same slot as another monster that it attacks you and it hurts mm. ouchie <laughs> um and then once you place the monster you can choose to either continue exploring or you can choose to fight um for fighting you have to discard cards it'll tell you like which race is needed to fight and it'll tell you a strength that you need so it'll be the number on the card plus a dice roll to see if you get to be strong enough to defeat it. Mm. So yeah, it just makes the, the battle section a lot more interesting since it was, I mean, functionally like nothing in the first Yeah, game. I like, like oh, that boy, because honestly card. the fighting is kind of pointless. The only thing is that like it can get you some like decent rewards if you, yeah. if you like let it build up long enough. But like it's not exciting. So that's cool. Uh, I think I should probably get that expansion. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's always a little overwhelming, because I've only played it two or three times, and I never play this game, like, a bunch in a row, because it's, like, a little bigger. I don't know. It's not, like, a huge game. I don't know. Me and, me and Arizona played it with two, and it really felt like it didn't take us long at all. Like, I felt like it was over so fast. But I suppose it, it probably just depends on how you play. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah, I just keep forgetting I like, how this works and getting overwhelmed yeah. with them playing it and being like, oh, no, wait, actually, this is really cool. I'd like to fight. Yeah, because I think I just got, like, a lot of <coughs> keys very fast and, like, or no, I got a lot of lords very fast and, like, getting yeah, lords. Yeah, yesterday I played game. this and I was all excited on fighting and then, like, because I got, like, power-ups from them. Like, I got, like, some keys and mm -hmm. some pearls and I had a bunch of pearls. I was feeling really good about myself and then I just looked over at the table and Patty had, like, six lords and I had one. I was like, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to fight. I was just curious. I was, like, thinking, like, I don't think I'm really good at Abyss. And I was like, I wonder the last time Sarah and I played if I won or not. And I looked it up, and we actually tied. And Whoa. I won. The, and I won the tiebreaker. Do you so, remember what the tiebreaker was? No, I don't. And I wish I did. I should <laughs> look was, into like, making I think notes I remember it being, like, in this you... game. We were tied on the tiebreaker. And then we had to go to the second tiebreaker, I think. We might have. Oh, the tiebreaker is whoever has the most pearls. Yeah, and I think we were tied. And then I think... And then if you're still tied, whoever has the strongest, like, single lord. Oh, yep, yeah, that's right. That's and right. I, that was what it was, that. and you had the stronger lord. Yeah, I did. I remember that. 
don't like that. I don't like that you won that. <laughs> well, it's okay. I was just thinking to myself, like, I don't think I really like Abyss because I think it's very pretty. Uh-huh. I it's like so the scary. Pretty. I like the scary fish people. I love touching the pearls. Mm-hmm. I love the clamshells. They put the pearls in. But I was like, I don't think I'm very good at Abyss. It so, was like one of the early happy to know games that I, that I was very interested in. I think yeah. I bought it for Patty before I had you, bought very many did. games at all for myself. It was like, yeah, we like barely had any real games. And then Abyss showed up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I and still I, really I still like it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, speaking Sarah. of the Thanks. scary ocean monsters, though, can we talk about how this game has like four or five different the box art variants, and each one of them is just, like, a close-up of a scary-ass face, I like, staring love, into your soul. I love the cool box art variants. I'm sad There's that... Box art yeah, variants? I'm sad that I have just, like, the basic box art. I think I have the same one that Patty has, probably. Yeah. And I, mean, I yeah, would love just, Each one is a different, one like, close-up of, like, a face of one of yeah. these, like, lords, and he's just staring at you. Yeah. It's creepy. Very intensely. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, aren't oh my they cool? gosh, I would love to have the purple lady as my box art variant. It's the box art variant. She's so pretty. Oh, mm-hmm. I clicked on to make it soon. But, oh, I'm only used to the blue guy as being the box art. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I think we just have the same one. Yeah. I mean, he's With scary, the purple though. one. He's scary. I, mean, I appreciate yeah. his scariness. Yeah. It's just that once you know there's others, you're like, oh, but I could have had one of these. One of yeah, look yeah. how pretty that she's, purple lady is. She's actually scarier, I think, than the blue lady. The crab guy is cool. Oh, the oh green, that one's pretty. The green lady. The green pretty. one is pretty. Okay. I wish that I had a different box, but I'm, yeah, I'm not going to buy a second copy of the game just so I can have another box. I've seen people do it. I think there are people who own four or five copies. No, I don't. I don't need that. It's fine. Yeah, My these box are people who must live in like mega mansions too, because you know, yeah, the cube shelf that people store games on. You have to mm-hmm. like dedicate a whole cube to each one, so you can like face it out. So you can oh, face. that's mm-hmm. dumb. No, that you it's, don't need to be that it's into it. Too much. It's too much. Hey, too much. Do either of the expansions add a fifth player by chance? No. Okay. I know, I that's sad. It does. That's really okay. disappointing. Yeah. Oh, that's no, fine. wait. Wait. The Leviathan adds a fifth. Oh, oh nice. nice. Well, then I definitely need to get it because yeah. I, you I, I know. like always play it with two. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I don't think I've ever tried to play this with more than four, honestly, but yeah. like, I just like when games play more than four. It's good to know that's an option. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think the only reason I haven't tried to play with more than that is just because it's like an older game. So when we get mm-hmm. like five people together, it's never like, oh, fuck yeah, this. Because yeah, that makes usually sense. one of our other Richie Rich friends has bought a new game and wants to try that or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm going to try this with five now. Anyway, back to the Leviathan, because I forgot the most important part. So it comes with a new mini, which is like a big a scary Leviathan? guy. <laughs> no, because Leviathan's the old monster. This is what? a guy, and he is called. Shit, where'd his name go? It was really cool. <laughs> God, Kate, the anticipation is it. killing us. Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh my God, how long do I have to wait? <laughs> he is the scourge of the abyss. Oh. So you get him um, kind of like the Kraken. It's like the person who's killed the most monsters, I believe. Um, but he's worth Plus five points at the end instead of Ooh, minus five. Oh, so that's you, exciting. You want, yeah. want the scourge on your side. Mm-hmm. Patty hasn't painted that mini yet, so I'm a little disappointed. Oh, Did he paint the Kraken mini? Yeah, he painted the Kraken. The Kraken uh, is dope. I just need Patty to like paint all my shit for me. 
Dear Patty, stop painting orcs. Start painting painting the shit that yeah. we Yeah, like. <laughs> he doesn't even use those orcs for anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'd be putting his time to better use by painting my <laughs> things for me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I asked him if he'd paint all the castles from Bunny Kingdom, and he's just like, oh, there's so many. It's like, yeah, but you don't actually need to do that much to each one. Meanwhile, he's painting, like, the giantest giant robot that I've ever did see. Oh, that's cool. Is that the Leviathan? Yeah. Or no, this is the Scourge of the Abyss. Sorry, the Scourge of the Abyss. The Scourge, yeah. I looked up a picture of the Scourge. It's a badass crab warrior yeah, dude. Yeah, he's a pretty badass warrior dude. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, he's pretty good. So what's everybody's favorite part of Abyss? The art. Hmm. The, the, lords, the lords the, of the art. It, the, wait. Yeah. The lords, the lords of the of art. The art lord. Lord. The art of the lords. <laughs> the art that's on the lord cards. Yeah. That's how I wanted to say that sentence. Is very good and very pretty and scary and I love it. The pearls are my favorite part. I just think they're they're like a unique like money element and also like they thought about it and they gave you the shell to keep them in because yeah, like otherwise really they roll nice. off the table I and like also them. they're just like cool and pretty and i like them mm-hmm. yeah i love them because they definitely could have like just used little tokens or something but no they yeah. give you actual little pearls mm-hmm. to know your friends with mm-hmm. they're perfect in every way i love them <laughs> yeah i don't know if the pearls are my favorite or the art is my favorite just like overall this game is very aesthetically they're both pleasing. very good mm-hmm. they're both very good yeah. I also like the mechanic that where you're exploring the ocean, where, like, other people can buy the card that you want before you can have it. It's, like, yeah, an interesting thing. Yeah, it's nice, because you can call dibs, but then you also can get money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, other people have to pay you to get that card, but, like, if it was a really good card, you probably wanted it, and it sucks yeah. that they bought yeah. it from you. It's like, that was a five jellyfish. I really wanted that five jellyfish. Like, yeah, I got one pearl for it, but, like... Yeah, that five jellyfish would have meant that I bought that lord yeah. that I wanted. But it's it's an interesting mechanic because I think it like changes how people play the game sometimes. Where like you you don't necessarily want to be the person who's doing the exploring all the time. Sometimes yeah. you're just hoping someone else will do the exploring mm-hmm. and you can you know so you can like get buy things good. from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's mm-hmm. a good game. Mm-hmm. It's a good game. Shall we travel deeper into the ocean still? Oh my god. It's deeper getting so deep. Deeper. deeper. All oh, the way wait, hold the- on. I gotta equalize my ears. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All the way to the floor of the ocean for Deep Fence. Uh, published by Red Raven Games. It's designed by T. Alex Davis and Ryan Lockett. You're such a hoe for Red Raven Games. I am. And for Ryan Lockett. I can't. Yeah, you own it. like. I think I own most of the games that he does. And I somehow haven't played, like, any of them. I don't know how this is happening. Yeah. You've really never played any of them? No, I don't think I have. Wow. You guys need to start writing these wrongs in my life. That's funny, because I think... I should... Yeah, I own so many of them. The only one I can think of off the top of my head that you don't have is Islebound. Yeah. I was like, I don't own Islebound, and, like... There's a couple of other weird ones that I don't know, but I don't know if yeah, they're Ryan Lockett no. ones they're, or just Red oh, Raven Oh, they're Red ones. Raven, but maybe not Ryan Lockett. Yeah. So. But anyway, so defense. Uh, Sell two me to four. on this game that I've never played. Yes, I will. <laughs> so it's two to four players. Um, the flavor text of in defense players control a hypothermal ecosystem with a host of strange and deadly predators. To flourish in the unforgiving depths, efficiency is key. Other hungry ecosystems grow nearby, and not everyone will survive. 
So, wow, so dramatic. So dramatic. So basically, you have your hexagonal tiles, and everyone starts with the same starting tile that is just one deep vent. And you start with a certain amount of purple cubes, which are called, if I'm pronouncing this correctly, it's archaea. I looked up a pronunciation That sounds for right it. to me. Uh, <laughs> but you start with your, your what archaea. is an archaea? It's like the lowest form of, like, ocean bacteria. Okay. Right? It's not a bacteria because a bacteria oh, is a bacterium, right? Oh, Archaea okay. is, like, a whole different genealogical But, like, some thing. tiny little... It's not a genealogical. Dudes. Yeah, they're tiny little dudes that live in the depths of the ocean. Yeah. If you remember, like, your kingdom, phylum, stuff like that, Archaea is, like, one of the most basic ones, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what they are. That's totally what I totally knew that ahead of time too. <laughs> yeah, I'm but sure. <laughs> the the archaea are basically like what are going to be like your main currency for the game. Um, and what you get to do is you have a certain amount of tiles in front of you to choose from to like buy, and you purchase the tiles or you select like the first tile like on the far left side is free, but then if you want the next one, you have to pay an archaea onto that tile and then select it or you know, you pay it as you go to get, like, further in. And then you connect that one to your tile there. And then you get to choose to either grow or trigger each tile that you have in play. Um, starting at the left topmost corner and then working your way down to the right the bottommost corner. The deepest. And each tile will have different symbols on it and different triggering effects and different growing effects. So triggering things will be, like, you get to attack someone, which is fun. Um, or you can like move the cubes that are on the archaea that are on the tile into your personal supply or growing. You get to add more archaea cubes onto the, the tile, something along those lines. There are, ooh, I wish you could tell me. So there's 42 tiles and there's. Are you doing math over there? Hold on. There's like 20 different variants of tiles. Yeah. So, and the different tiles are all different kinds of fish. like from Or other things. Or other things. Because there's like angler fish, but then there's black smoke. A there's black smoker, which black is like smoker. a big type of tall vent. You're like right. a stalagmite. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and there's porous rock or a goblin shark. An a vampire squid. Volcano. Vampire squid. There's a vampire squid. Vampire squid, Kate. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, you've never thing? heard of a vampire squid before? I've never heard no. of them. They're so. I mean, that's really cool, but like, they're so goth I'm looking. Not diving in there. Yeah. But they look really cute. I mean, There's... they're too deep that would ever touch you if you went in the ocean, Kate. It's okay. There's giant squids. <laughs> there's yeti crabs. So there's all sorts of creatures that live in this deep thing, and they're all in different tiles. Um,. And they have different triggers and different grow effects. And each time you add a tile to your thing, you're go- to your to your player area, you're going to trigger and grow each tile that's already there, including that new one. So the way you win this is by essentially by attacking the other person is like a good way to get them. Because when you attack them, you attack their archaea that's in their personal supply. It's not the ones that are on their cubes. So like... If they don't have, like, let's say you do five damage, but they only have four cubes in their personal supply, they have to take a negative, they have to basically take a loan out. They get a negative token and then they take a negative 10 token and then they take 10 cubes and then take away the damage from that. 
So it's like a loan that they have to pay back. Yeah. And they're worth that money negative points at the end. So like when Sarah and I played, I think I had five points and she had six points or something like that. Yeah, so but I think scored... we, this is our first time playing. I think we could have possibly scored a lot more. We could have scored better. Because there's, there's things like you can, um, certain tiles will let you get shells, which are nice resin shell tokens. They look oh, like I nice little. It. They look like nice little shells. They're like shaped like a whole shell. Yeah, I love which them. is I love it. Which yeah. I mean, the fact that this was Ryan Lockett and Red Ravens and had the resin shells is why I bought this game. Mm-hmm. Not and you know that I mean no, that was it. Those are the reasons I bought this game. Not knowing anything <laughs> else about the play style, I was like, "You have me. I'm sold. I'm gonna <laughs> buy it." And the shells help you. They do half the damage when someone attacks you. Round it up. So instead of taking five damage, you only take two damage because it. Mm-hmm. Be two and a half rounded up. Yeah. So, um, that's nice. Round it down. Rounded, wait, round it down. Round it, rounded one of those ways. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it and then at round. the end, you, <laughs> you'll count up your points, and it's basically going to be the amount of Archaea tokens that you have in your personal supply and on your cubes and the amount of shells that you have left. Yeah. I thought it was, I think, so you said you think, you should play by attacking. I think you could play this game peaceful. I think you could too. Because I think, like, a lot of the hexes, um, like, some of them are just about, like, accumulating more cubes on them based on, like, different types of, like, species or whatever that you have in your ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, their trigger effect is that you just get to pull all those cubes off and onto your, into your personal supply, mm-hmm. which means that, like... It's worth people attacking you are still going to destroy those, but like, I don't, I, I think you could play it peaceful as long as other people aren't doing too much damage to you. Mm-hmm. You might be able to get a lot of points that way because, because Archaea that are in your personal supplier are worth double of what is on the hexes at the end of the yeah, game. Because Archaea and personal supplier straight up one point versus on hexes, every two is worth one point. So it's worth more to have it in your personal yeah. supply. But um, one thing I was going to say about this game is that I think that there is a learning curve as far as iconography. Oh, for sure. And so there is a page that's just just labeled iconography, and then there's pages that do a hex guide. So each hex tells you exactly what the grow does and exactly what the trigger is. Mm -hmm. And Sarah and I had to frequently look up each hex, not only, like, when we're buying it, but also when we're, like, growing and triggering things. Yeah. And towards the end of the game, I was starting to, like, just know from, like, looking at the pictures, like, I was starting to have a trigger. And I understood what, like, I was like, oh, yeah, that means that this is going to happen and this is going to happen. But I feel like it's a strong... You feel like the first couple times we play this game, it's going to be like, I have to read what each of my tiles does all the time. Mm -hmm. And then later, they're going to get easier for me to understand. Yeah. So, like, as far as, like... Simplicity, like the the idea, like on your turn where you just like you take a tile and then you grow and trigger all of your tiles. Like yeah. that's a simple concept, but the idea then is that what makes it hard is you have to kind of refer to the book a lot yeah. to see I think what it is. As you play it, it it's gonna be easier, and also I think it's gonna play pretty fast because it's only ever eight rounds, right? Eight? It's only ever yeah, it's eight, yeah. and it's only ever eight. Um, and it says forty minutes, but I feel like. If you have two people and you know what you're doing, it could definitely take way less than 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, if you have four people, you know, probably it would take 40 minutes if you know mm-hmm. what you're doing, because mm-hmm. with the eight rounds and just attacking. Um, 
but I actually, I liked this game. I love the art, obviously. Um, I love the little shells. I love the little shells and the little purple cubes that are your, the purple cubes are your Archaea. Um, something else I was going to say about this. Oh, so there was like one or two rules that we were a little iffy on understanding. And something I thought was kind of neat is that on Board Game Geek, there is a thread that Ryan Lockett started that's like commonly overlooked rules or like, and then it's ask me questions that you might have. So he listed a bunch of things like clarifications on rules. And then also like people could ask questions that they had and then he answered them. That's nice. I don't know if it's like still active or if it was just active when it came out, but I found it helpful for like yeah. answering questions. And this is a very new had. game. It came out at Gen Con, right? So it's only, so, yeah. it's been out for like less than like a maybe month. A month. Yeah. 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 Cool. So my final thoughts on the game is, I think it's pretty. I think once you understand the iconography and what the ch- the tiles do, it'll be a lot faster to play. Um, otherwise, the guidebook is it's very simply laid out, so you can easily find out looking up what it is. It's not like difficult to like read it or anything. Yeah. So it's nice that way. Sarah, what was your part for your part about playing this game? Oh, my favorite part is like the the different. They're not fish, but the different things that are on your hexes are really cool. And, like, some of it is stuff that, like, everyone kind of knows what it is. Like, an anglerfish, right? But then there's, like, some weird things. Um, This giant oarfish is really freaky looking. I don't like these worms. These giant tube worms. Everything is is very weird and deep sea and creepy. And I like that. This yeti crab, I love the yeti crab. Look I love at the him. yeti crab. He's beautiful. He looks furry or something. He's so fuzzy. I think that's yeah. why he's called the yeti crab, right? Yeah. Are these all real animals? Because these love are real them. things. These are all real things that live at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, I don't want to go there, but yeti cat- crab sounds cute. <laughs> it I looks mean, cute. it looks like I could pet it. Well, yeah, sure. It's definitely it. one of the cutest things that's on these tiles. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. This goblin shark is not cute. No, the goblin no, shark I've, is not cute. I've seen that before. <laughs> not in real life, thank Jesus. Can you imagine just swimming around and like turning a corner and like ah! nope, 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 nope. I have seen a squid while scuba diving, but it wasn't one like a giant squid. No, it was a little. It was a little, little baby squid. Little, little squid. I've seen a little octopus. Oh, octopus. But yeah, so that's deep vents. Mm-hmm. That's Me. like very deep. So deep. So deep. All the way Scary down. Scary deep. Mm-hmm. All the way down. Any deeper and you'd be in the Earth's core. <laughs> Which I don't think there's any games about that. There I should know. be. Should be. Yeah, that'd well, be neat too. There should be something based on like Journey to the Center of the Earth at least, which would be cool, right? Yeah, maybe there yeah. is. We just don't know it. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many games I mean, out Journey there. of the Center of the Earth, they don't really go to the Earth's core because... Turns out that underneath the surface of the Earth, there's like dinosaurs. Because like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I guess, seemed legit back yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> they never went extinct. They just hid under there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it, their theory must have been that, like, when the dinosaurs die, their bodies are just like in the dirt underneath the Earth, and then you dig them, you dig up the bones, right? And that's why we know about dinosaurs. The people on top dig up the bones from underneath. So they never see the living dinosaurs; they only see the dead ones. Yes, Arizona's staring at me like I'm crazy. I'm a little confused, <laughs> but it's okay. 
Evolution's not real Arizona. Yeah. It's just dinosaurs living under the knee okay, of the earth. Okay, 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 I understand yeah. now. That's what I didn't understand. Yeah. I forgot that evolution's not real. Yeah. That's what happened. I mean, to be fair, I don't think Jules Verne knew that evolution was real. That's probably true. We've gone on a... We've gone on a... A tangent? <laughs> a tangent. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're not talking about deep earth things. We're no. talking about... Deep talking sea about things. deep sea things. Deep sea things. Oh, I felt like we should do since okay. So if we're done with defense, shout out to Deep Sea Adventure, but we've talked oh, about it yeah. already because we talk about it all the time. And I feel like I feel like it doesn't have a lot because all these other ones are more about like deep sea creatures. That's and, true. And deep and deep sea adventure is about treasure. It's about only us treasure. dropping gold into their homes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, hey there, goblin shark. Here's like a golden goblet. <laughs> but we're we're cleaning up the treasure that was dropped down there. Yeah. So we're cleaning well, the ocean. Yeah, we're trying okay, to. Sure. Yeah, we're trying to. Mostly we're just littering the ocean with our dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. But I know. like games about the ocean, you guys. Me too. The ocean's Good. beautiful and scary. That's why I love it. Less games about sheep, more games about the ocean. Oh she's well, still, still games are so about hot sheep. for sheep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Sheep are like one of the most boring animals you can make a game about. <laughs> they don't even do anything. The games never have you do anything with the sheep because sheep are boring. <laughs> There's like sheep exist and somehow that's worth points to you. Usually. Okay, so let's just keep the games the same but sub out the creatures. Yeah. So now you have like an octopus farm. Yes. Yeah. It's still set in like Scotland, but you run yeah. an octopus. <laughs> we, have, we have to build a levee to protect all of our Yeti crabs. <laughs> I like it. Perfect. We are now game designers. This is great. We did it. That's all it took. That's all it took. Well, does anybody have any other closing statements about the sea? It's scary and deep, and I like it. Mm-hmm. Let's all go to the ocean. I mean, we can't right now, but let's pretend we can all go to the ocean through okay. games. Okay. Through games. I mean, the Sounds bottom lovely. of the ocean is probably a good place to socially distance yourself. That's yeah. true. There probably is no COVID down there. Probably. <laughs> and when you scuba, you can't like really get closer than six feet to someone anyway because of like well you have your own stuff. separate air tank though so, oh and like, you have your own separate matter. air tank yeah. yeah that's true yeah there's no danger under the yeah. sea there you go <laughs> <laughs> there's no danger under the sea no danger. <laughs> let's all go live under the sea <laughs> you're funny <laughs> <laughs> well I guess that must be all for us for this week so go check us out on all the social medias we're not playing to win and most importantly please go check out our new etsy store not playing to win.etsy.com we have cool dice trays and little pins shaped like meeples and it's happy and fun for every girl and boy kate is so good at making things mm-hmm. the things are beautiful and amazing and everybody should buy them because Otherwise, I will buy them. <laughs> I have already bought you some. <laughs> and I should stop spending money since Gen Con was kind of, kind of, kind of blew a lot of cash on that. Yeah, I'll... help me recoup some of my costs so that I can afford to get married. Um, <laughs> and, All you know, just so I can make more of these things because I like making them and I don't, I don't need like 30 dice trays for personal use. 
So please save me from myself. That's not playing to win. I should make a coupon code for all of these listeners. What should the code be? Balls deep. Okay. Use coupon code balls. No secrets. Secrets. Oh, okay. No, Use coupon code secrets for twenty percent off your order. That's S E A C R I T S for twenty percent off. Um, I will make that live as soon as we finish recording. <laughs> I love it. And until then, um, email us all your suggestions of other deep sea games. Not playing to win at gmail.com. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Don't die in the ocean until then. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Not playing to win. That was a little delayed. I'm sorry. A little delayed. <laughs>